Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Service accommodation, is it a furnished holiday let, or is it SA, or is it service departments? And more importantly, what are some of the considerations you need to be aware of, all the way from planning, business rates, the cleaning costs, location, I cover all that in this video. I think it's important for you to know this because a lot of people get confused. So if you're not offering many services, then you are what I call is known as a furnished holiday let. And there are certain rules for furnished holiday lets that you've got to meet in order for it to qualify as an FHL. If it does do, then you get a certain tax benefits, okay, or reliefs allowances uh, that you wouldn't get if you were just a buy-to-let business. So if you're not offering much in terms of services, then you're a furnished holiday let. I'm just run you through a couple of quick examples without going into too much detail, because this video is all about some of the costs you should be aware of when running a service accommodation business. But you can claim all your finance costs, so section 24 doesn't affect you. The income qualifies for pension payments, so that's important. And the third one for now is you can claim capital allowances. But that's only if your business qualifies up in FHL. The alternative is you offer more services and you become proper, I say proper, but you become a service accommodation business or you've got serviced apartments. And those services are above and beyond what you would see in a furnished holiday let or a buy to let business. So in your mind, just to keep it simple for you, think bed and breakfast and the kind of services that you would get there or the kind of services you would get in a hotel or a guest house. And you might not be able to include all of those services, but the more of those services that you offer, the more closer you are to service accommodation than FHL, which means you don't have to meet the rules for FHL, but you're gonna be treated as a trading business which is good because you get these tax uh, benefits alongside quite a few others. So just bear that in mind. Service accommodation, okay, uh, could be an FHL or could be proper service accommodation and service departments. Uh, so you need to make sure you are running your business as though it is one. So keep uh, a tab on that and make sure you know exactly what you're doing. Now the other second option here you have is do you want and this is for you to think about are you going to buy the units or are you going to do rent to SA if you buy the units then they're obviously they're yours so then you want to be thinking about is do you want the same company to own the asset and the operation or do you want this to be separate so this company has the asset and the operation is in a separate company could be linked or could be separate it doesn't matter my recommendation to you is keep it separate. So you ring fence this, anything goes wrong with this business here, your assets are safe. These don't have to be linked by the way. What it also means is once you go over the VAT threshold of 85,000 pounds, you've got to charge VAT on this uh, income. 
and then if done properly and this is a longer conversation about something else then the tour operator's margin scheme TOMS may apply to you and that may give you a better outcome in terms of the VAT because you're paying VAT on the margin uh, as opposed to the VAT on the whole lot to HMRC so you, you need to be aware of that and obviously you can't claim back the VAT on that but that's complicated and long and outside this particular uh, video then alongside this you want to be thinking about do you want to be a sole trader a partnership LLP or limited company or do you want to use a bit of both so this could be an LLP this could be a limited company this could be limited this could be LLP you need to uh, sit with your accountant or tax advisor and go through those things in detail again outside the scope of this particular video what I want to cover with you is what are some of the costs involved in running an, an SA business so that you are fully aware of them so let's look at some of the considerations and things you need to be aware of the first one is have a budget for all your costs and be aware of all your, what all your costs are a lot of hidden costs are costs that you might not think about or think of which are, are very important so for example changing the linen sometimes people don't think about this okay that's important okay replacing the crockery and other items people don't think about these things before you set the business up okay all the things that you need in the property like your fixed assets uh, or your uh, uh, fixture fittings pictures and fittings etc etc that people don't always pay attention to so make sure you have a budget and you list all these costs on there so you know what you're looking for now above and beyond that uh, be very clear on a, on a type of clientele that you're targeting and the area that you're targeting this is extremely important uh, the, the, the clientele will help you determine uh, you, your marketing so, so you can market whether using social media or other forms you can market uh, in the right places uh, so with that very simply is who are you selling to why are you selling to them and what's your message and it's hard to, to determine this if you don't know who they are so that's in incredibly important the second thing to do with the area is is it going to be a seasonal business is it furniture or they let okay generally speaking in Devon, Cornwall, somewhere else, Blackpool, for example, wherever, uh, then if, if it's seasonal, do the numbers add up? Is it worthwhile doing? Or are you in an inner city location, for example, okay, where it's 12 months or quite a few months throughout the year, so the income might not be as high on a monthly basis, but the cumulative income over the 12 months makes it worthwhile. So the area is important. You can't just open up SA anywhere and everywhere. A bike let, generally speaking, works in most places to our, to our goes passing anywhere and everywhere as a blanket comment whereas SA only works in particular areas uh, and uh, you need to work out which of those areas uh, is going to work best for you that's so clientele and location are extremely important alongside thinking about the seasonal business the hot potato mortgages so if you're running uh, an SA business you need a special mortgage or so a bike let doesn't work. If you have a bike let mortgage and you run SA and you don't tell your mortgage company, that could purport to mortgage fraud. So make sure you have the right mortgage. Otherwise, it's going to be a problem for you and it's going to be more costly to have an SA mortgage because it's a business 
but that's just a cost of the business. So that's important. Linked with that, because you're running a business, you need to pay business rates. So again, make sure you register for those and that you pay them. There are some people out there who say, you don't have to pay business rates. Well, if, I think if most local authorities look at that, not all of them, because different local authorities work in different ways, they would uh, say you need to register for business rates. So rather than them approaching you, you want to stay on the right side of the law, register for business rates. Remember, if your rental value is less than £12,000, you can claim small business rate relief. Okay, small business rate relief and not pay no rates. If your rental value is between twelve and £15,000, okay, then it's cleared so you'll pay some business rates. Over 15,000 pounds, then you've got to pay obviously whatever the rate is. So that applies. If you've got two or more units, you only can claim SBRR on one of your units and not on both of them. So that's something that you ought to be aware of and know about. And again, get, have that sorted. The next beauty is planning. Do you need planning? My view of an understanding of planning and having sat on the planning committee in Peterborough is you need C1 planning for serviced accommodation. So before you buy a property, make sure you put the consent to run your business as an SA. Because if you're running a business as an SA, you haven't registered for business rates, you haven't got the planning, your insurances probably don't cover you, you have a major accident, and then all hell breaks loose, uh, and the insurance company doesn't pay out, and you are in a huge loss. So make sure you do these things properly. Linked with this, make sure you've got the right insurances, a lot of people got caught out in COVID because they didn't have the right cover. Now we all know about that. Make sure you've got the right cover for the insurance, including your public liability, because that's going to be extremely important if something were to go wrong. I'd also say if you have a limited company, get director's insurance, okay? So that you are personally protected as a director, if you are a director, okay? Uh, it's called director's and officer's insurance. So make sure you've got that in place uh, because that's important. Then, of course, we already covered the cleaning, but if you're outsourcing that whole service, then the person managing for you may take responsibility of that. If you own the, the property and you, you run the operation, then you might get your opco to manage all that for you. But if you don't, then, then whoever your uh, rent to SA person is, they might do that for you. If they don't, then you're responsible for it. With that, remember, you need to pay for the waste and the cleaning. This is commercial, so you need to use someone like Biffa or somebody else, Amy or the local council to do that cleaning for you. And that's gonna cost you. It's unlike residential homes where the council supplies you the bin. And of course, they, they collect it for you on a weekly basis or whatever frequency that that particular council has. Here, you've got to pay for it. Alongside this, you've got to cater for or be aware of, okay, unruly guests. So they're gonna break stuff. You take a deposit and charge them for it. They're gonna make a mess. Okay, so you'll have extra cleaning costs and all kind of horror stories I hear about what people have done to a property when they've been having all sorts of enjoyable parties, so to speak. So be aware of that. Factor that into your budget, which I've talked about right at the start. So, so you're going into this with your eyes open. Overall, SA, good business, good cash flow, good tax benefits as well uh, and you can grow and expand this into a really good business where you can own the asset and have the op op operational business and it works incredibly well 
Remember, you can use Airbnb, Booking.com, and have your own marketing function where you don't rely on Booking.com or Airbnb, but you run your own marketing. That usually works well as you kind of get bigger, but you can also obviously uh, outsource that to a third party, which will help you with your SA uh, marketing. A really good public strategy, good for cash flow. I think it works inc incredibly well. Uh, the only strategy I like above and beyond SA is commercial conversions, where you've seen plenty of videos on this particular channel on that, uh, and you can go searching for them if you haven't seen them before, and I'll, I'll obviously post more. So that's a bit about SA, some of the cost stroke pitfalls that you ought to be aware of. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.